Hey, want some original dungeon adventures? Would you like them all to fit on one piece of letter-sized paper? You seem like you're pretty much on the level, so I'll let you in on a secret. Head over to patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers and join the $25 tier to get monthly one-page dungeons in addition to a bunch of other rewards. Patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. So this is usually the part where I try to fit in a silly recording uh, of something extra from the episode. However, this was a pretty tight episode. Uh, so in its stead, here's that weird deer noise that we made from those Feywild episodes. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. It's a precipitous day up here, which is uh, possibly different from the weather where you are, but noteworthy as I haven't seen rain in quite a while. You know, I once got to see an eclipse sunset through sapphire rain. A breathtaking view, figuratively speaking, and one I hope to never forget. But as the rain drops down over my domed roof, so too does the party descend from their mountainous adventure. And through Morwind Abbey they again pass. Resting for the night and beginning the reflection of journey back to Tankerhaven. So off they go to find the copper chalice. Gone before they even set out. Yet still more real than if the journey hadn't been made. You know, I think I'll go sit in the rain for a spell. My memory is uh, it's getting a bit parched. And as always, y'all take care now. So we're going to start with Boat and Johannes. Mm-hmm. You guys find yourselves in the uh, once again in the beautiful city of Tinkerhaven. And what are you doing? We're hunting for a scryer. You're hunting for a scryer. So yeah. how are you going to locate this scryer? Please tell me it is not accost random citizens and demand <laughs> them to tell you, like, where their scryer is. No, I've got a strategy because this is a. De- Can't believe you'd think this that is of us. a developed city. They're going to have some sort of directory. They probably, just because of the nature of how a lot of these cities end up being laid out, have some sort of magic district uh, where you can go, like the Akihabara of magic in this town. Uh, so where you can buy little waifu statues of your favorite magician. You can buy. Yeah, you can buy like a pill, a Gandalf pillow with that can put its arm around you or something. Oh. Uh, it's the pillow starts as the white, but college boys have it for too long. And they don't wash it. No, and it the gray. Stop, <laughs> no, no, that's when gross. you get that's when you get Radagast the brown. No, stop. <laughs> no. This is bad. There's gotta be, yeah. There's got, there's gotta be a sign that says magic on it. 
The thing I hate about the Tinkerhaven Magic District is that it moves every now and then because too many powerful spells were cast in the region and it just destabilizes space time. Mm-hmm. So maybe well, that sounds maybe it'll appear right in front of us. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the city directory like in a mall looking at the directory. Uh-huh. So you are going to find a district that has several magic shops within it. Um, all of them with various signs and specialties. There is one, there are a couple of signs that stand out to you in particular. One is a oddly familiar shape of a moon mm-hmm. on it. Uh-huh. Um, another is going to be an eye that seems to be set in space in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, another seems to have a quill on top of the planet. Okay. All of them seem relatively promising All one right. way or another. So space eye, planet quill, and moonsy. Yes. I want there to be I want there to be like a like a magical gym or a place that sells magical fighting equipment called like Abra Van Damra or something. I thought you meant just a guy named Jim, like a magical gym. <laughs> Everyone loves magical Jim. C- casting James. <laughs> yeah, he uses he uses reduce enlarge to make himself slim, Jim. <laughs> please, please, my father was casting James. I'm magical Jim. <laughs> uh, Hello, big man and small man. It's me, magical Jim. Let me help you. You've come to the magic district. So, magical Jim is set up on this really. I like, hate magical Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Magical Jim is set up in this really ganky outdoor stall outside the magic shops. It's very clear he doesn't have a permit to be there, and his magical items seem to be random things that he's found around the he's city. He's like the street tacos of the magical system. <laughs> you, sir! Yes, you! You see me! We're making eye contact right now! You're a rather large fellow! Get get over here and, and, and learn some magic. I'm gonna walk into Planet Quill. <laughs> You're ignoring magic. You get you come right back here. I can tell. I can tell you're looking for something. I just, is it perchance a cup? Boat keeps walking and he just is like, I'm sorry, I don't carry cash. <laughs> You'll regret this. Mark my words. Do you walk into Magical Quill? Yeah, yes. you guys walk into Planet Quill. Planet Quill? Yes. Um, hey, what's up? What can I get you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go back out there and talk to Jim. <laughs> like, ah, I got all the magic in need. Oh, yeah. All right. There's so much magic I'm, in here. Imagine. So, so the person that stands behind the counter is this big sweaty dude with like a ponytail and a dirty tank top nothing over it just just a sweaty undershirt i just want to clarify for everybody the moment chapman said very eagerly so do you go into planet quill i was like all right there's no reverse boat boat Abe Simpson's in, takes off his hat, <laughs> spins around, puts it back on. And goes back. No, I'll talk to the, I'll talk to this uh, uh, dirty, dirty magic guy. It's like uh, boat rolls his eyes at the at the hipster and is like looking for either somebody who can do a scrying spell or some sort of item that can achieve the same effect. 
All right, all right. Let me look here. All right. Well, um, and he starts to go to grab a like a big, big book of spell scrolls, and he's just like sweating all over the spells as he's flipping through the pages. All right, you're looking. What, what, what was that again? Just one more time. Come on, tell me about it. I got it right here. I'm sure. A scrying something, spell. Something. Oh, oh, scrying spell. All right, all right, all right. Let me look here. We got, we got, we got, we got the 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 the, the spying spell. Um, no, that's not that. How about um um? Oh yes, here we go. Here's the the the, the crying spell. No. Um. Okay. Okay. Why do you sound like Beetlejuice? <laughs> look, look. Similar to, but legally distinct from Beetlejuice. <laughs> all right. All right. Look. Um. Does this person have a scrying spell scroll? They do. Uh, they do because I rolled a 19 and that would be funny. All right. Well, okay. It is, uh, however, 2,500 gold. All right. Well, okay. So I got two options Whoa. here for you. I got for the record, <laughs> for the record, I actually used a, ch- like a table for this. I did not pull that number out of my eye. I, I'm I'm only woeing because that's super super accurate, and now it destroys the economy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I found two things. I, I, I've had, look, my my first option for you, I got scrying. Now this one's gonna cost you two thousand five hundred gold. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that's not quite gonna do it for you though, because I I know. Look, look, this spell's quality. If you spend that two thousand five hundred gold, it's gonna be worth it for you. But let, let me bring up my next option. <laughs> this one's scry for ham. Now so, it only so costs ten gold. Maybe not have, as versatile, but, but I have uh, a question. Oh my god! I have a if question about that one. If we, if we came here just for, to look for ham, we could get a massive discount. <laughs> I have I have a question for you. Does it only work on prepared ham, or if I cast it on a farm, will it just point me to pigs? <laughs> What stage now, an age of ham? Is this is this a, a, a farm where the uh, swine will eventually be turned into hams? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pork farm. It's it's livestock. Okay, well, see, I, I should. Are you looking for for for? Look, there's augury for ham. <laughs> that is that what you're looking for? Because I, I let me let me flip, flip over. Yeah, here here's here's augury for ham. All right, let's let's put a pin in the ham scrying for just a second. Let's okay. go back to let's go back to that other scrying. Uh, you say twenty five hundred? Yeah, yeah, yes, twenty five hundred. I got a I got a question for you, friend. Mm-hmm. Are interesting trades accepted? Uh, this particular shop proprietor does not have the authority. They are only a part timer. Can I talk to your manager? Look. They are unavailable. <laughs> they are not working that day. Look, I, if 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 you go. Three stores down, there's a magic item trading store. Like, a, it's a pawn shop for, for magical items. <laughs> I can't sp- help you, but... <laughs> All right, well, you're just going to have to tell your boss that you let a very expensive hey, item hey, slip through your hands. If you can go get that 2,500 gold, it's yours. I'm trying to help you out telling you where the, this, this magic pawn shop is. I'll take the ham scrying spell. <laughs> All right. Uh, you acquire spell of ham scrying and lose. How much was it? Ten gold. Ten. Jesus. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. What a saving. <laughs> yeah. It it loses some uh, value due to its lack of versatility. Well, like I said, remember, tell your boss that you let a great deal slip through your hands because you wanted to ask for permission instead of forgiveness. 
That's not how to run a business. <laughs> I cannot emphasize enough how much I need you to not be this person. <laughs> As someone who works retail, this hurts me. <laughs> Boat goes back outside. All right. Uh, which is where uh, Magical Jim is. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, give me one second. Uh, oh, oh, I knew you would be back here. I just, you, I came back outside. That's all that I did. You've got some nerve coming back here to my store. I'm surprised they don't make you move because you're hassling people. I have a permit. I <laughs> yell this every morning. You were talking about a cup. What can you tell me about a cup? Oh, now you want Magical Jim's help, do you? I just want to know how nuts you are. So why don't you just tell me? I knew what you were searching for, boy. Because I pulled from my deck of cards the Three of Cups, a holy item. Well, joke's on you, old man. I only need one cup. Oh, but joke's on you because three is divisible by itself. Only one number. Can you help me find the cup? Of course I can. Where is Let it? Let me just... Oh, okay. Well, let's find out. First, I need to know a little bit more about this cup than what you seek. This is the worst voice Alana's ever made. I'm going to roll insight on this guy. Wonderful. Please do. I, too, would like to know. Well, we'll probably not be finding out. Um, I rolled a four. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on inside the brain of Magical Jim. Do I think he's on the level? Yes. Yes. Magical Jim is on the level. (laughs) All right. Well, I I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but it's, uh, you know, it's a copper cup. It's got uh, a. It's got a. F- oh, wait, wait, wait! Right there, I can tell when something's very important. I'm here. Give me one second. Let me shroud us in darkness. I so can that give. Other- I can give you more details if you want. Yes, please. But we we need to keep away prying ears and eyes. They're, they're everywhere. So is Johannes just standing out in the street, <laughs> sucking his thumb at this point? <laughs> Johannes is standing a little ways back, and he's watching when all of a sudden, boat and the tent and magical gym disappear. And Johannes goes, "What? Well, boat, boat." Meanwhile, in magical darkness. Yes, yes, now we can speak and nobody can hear. (laughs) All right, it's, like I said, it's copper. It's got a flat bottom and a flared base. Oh. It might also be a key of some sort. Mm, A key! Another one of the cards I drew for you. I knew this would be true. Okay, well then, first I need... An eye of a newt! Good news! I've got a newt right here! And I pull it out of my shirt and I throw it on the table. You guys are... Eye of newt means mustard seed. Well, maybe for you! (laughs) Banished! (laughs) Get out of here, demon! I'm just saying. Eye of newt means mustard seed. I will banish you too, second demon! You (laughs) stay out of my magic! Now a little bit of pixie dust, which I don't have, which is why I'm going to use the Red Bull dust. Ah. (laughs) You you could use some of the fur from my rat costume. (laughs) Oh, please throw some rat fur on this vile concoction. Okay. (laughs) He's about to summon Orcus. Yes, yes. And now we let it steep in the tea. 
Both of us shall drink from the tea and we shall find the grail that you seek. You first. (laughs) You hear in your mind, Boat, a single word. Don't. Can I roll medicine on the tea? Yeah, sure. In magical darkness? (laughs) Yeah. I'm smelling it. You can see the magical. It's just around. That's a 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. What would a 16 get him, Alon? The tea is, uh, the tea is, uh, gonna kill you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I rolled one. Murderous Jim. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's just a super incompetent chromatic priest. That's the impression you get. Meanwhile, bottoms up! (laughs) He he downs the tea in one single gulp, and then he uh, puts the cup down. And his eyes glaze over, and then they begin to glow. It's fantastic. Boat picks up the tea. He, uh, you know, they're look, they're stand, they're looking at each other from across the um, the cart, I guess, the table. Boat turns to, uh, he does a uh, like a ninety degree turn to his right, <laughs> so magical Jim can only see my profile. And then Boat raises the cup. Mm-hmm up to the level of his mouth, but puts it to the right of his head and then just mm. sort of pours it out and then makes noises like he's drinking and then swallows and gulps. Yeah, give me those drinking noises, please. Your refreshment noises have pleased me. I shall tell you the cup with which you seek. Can I roll for scrying? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna message you. I'm gonna message you a number, and you just let me know. This is what I rolled, and you let me know what I can do with that. Magical Jim can see into the future. Magical Jim, you are going to feel the aura of what is sought ripple through space time. You reach through the magical darkness, and you can feel. The cup is within the bounds of Tinkerhaven, and in fact, it feels like there's some kind of knot of destiny tying it to the members of the party. I feel the fled base! There is a knot tying it to you, and the rest of your body is located in Tinkerhaven! And with that, there's just a ripping sound of thunder as fabric of reality rips away and you find yourself standing next to Johannes in an otherwise deserted area. What the f- Cobalt! <laughs> Cobalt? <laughs> well, good news, Johannes. Whoa! Boat! I've learned that the cup is within Tinkerhaven. Whoa! That's great news! Now we have, to, we have so much less space to cover. Yeah, let's go to Space Eye. Oh, well, before we go to Space Eye, I was honestly very worried about you, and I could use a refreshing drink and a break from my throat because I was yelling your name loudly and not doing a weird voice. <laughs> yeah, ma- magical, magical Jim was uh, about what I expected in terms of a huckster. He was not not sustainable. (laughs) He was like plastic and styrofoam. You're the one who decided to do the voice equivalent of that crazy boat scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, all right? Look, 
I'm a big burn brightly, burnout kind of guy. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick step away from that and move on to Solinar. What are uh, what are you doing, buddy? So Solinar was seeking a magic items shop as opposed to like spell slinging, spell crafting. You are going to find yourself then as you wander into the same district as Boat and Johannes. You will get there about the time that boat reappears and the darkness disperses. That's troubling. Uh, you, y'all good? Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't get taken. That's that's all I'm worried about. Okay. Uh, but I well, did learn something. the The cup is in Tinkerhaven. No. Oh. That is good information. I mean, we largely suspected that, but it's nice to have it confirmed. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. Well then, um, uh, let's, uh, we were gonna split our efforts, but I guess we wound up in kind of the same place. Uh, to yeah. which, which of these stores were you gonna go into? Well, uh, I'll tell you, take a look at that one sign over there. Tell me if that reminds you of anything. Hmm, Crescent Moon. Kind of uh, looks like a pizza. Late nights near the lake. Anyway, why don't you go talk to Moonzy and I'll try this other one. Wait, that's Moonzy's shop? I'm pretty Hell sure yeah, it I'll is. Go talk to Moonzy. Oh my god, not if I talk to him first. Alright, the two of you are going to sprint towards Moonzy's shop. I'm going to have you both roll dexterity. Oh, you're good at this. Oh, but uh, Ten. Oh, I, I was like, oh, but I don't know if I'm that good. I got 16 total. Yeah, Solonar is going to beat <laughs> Johannes, which doesn't surprise anyone, given that A, he's a rogue, and B, he has significantly longer legs. Solonar throws open the door to the Crescent Moon shop. Roll is a dexterity it... saving throw immediately. Natchwane. So uh, you're going to duck out of the way as a familiar sword flies at your head and sticks into the wood of the doorframe behind you wiggling slightly with the force of the impact. Uh, Solinar, because I got a nat 20, Solinar kind of like side, like almost like sidesteps the sword. And then just after it sticks and on like the third wiggle, his hand comes up, he grabs the handle, pulls it out and points it uh, into the shop. And it's like, who's throwing swords? So there is... A form before you that doesn't appear to be of smoke, but appears to be of some kind of intangible force. It's in the shape of a woman, very elaborately dressed, and it glows this sort of red. She turns and she goes, You should feel terrible for how long I have been waiting here. Brogian. Should I? Look at the sword in your hand. It will be familiar. Okay, so... The sword of Gondor. At last, Thanduril. Yeah, yes, intact. that's... Yes, I gave you the sword that was uh, broken and reforged. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a tension. And it's glowing red. The same red as this figure. <gasps> attention! How the hell did it... That doesn't matter. My I had to get everything together. I had to find everybody's things, and I had to get us back here because you all had vamoosed. Ma'am, who are you? <laughs> who 
Who is? Hello, ghost lady. This is a, a thrift store. <laughs> Hello, ghost lady. This is a thrift store. New t-shirt. Ma'am, this is me. a Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> this is a Moonsies. <laughs> what are you doing here? And who are you? Yeah, that's what I want to know. And why did you throw a sword at my friend? Yeah, that's because what I want to know. Because you had left me behind. I've been sitting here for so long while you go do whatever. Left. I've been you? I've been in that sword for a while. What? And I had been with you guys, and then you guys just left me. What? What? What is surprising about this? I like how what casually you... the sword is talking like, Hey, you guys left me here. <laughs> what do you mean you've been in the sword for a while? The figure is going to point to the ruby that you put in the sword. That's me. Well, whatever is left of me, I guess. I'm not, it kind of regards itself. I'm not really what I used to be anymore. Solonar does that, like, like where, like his his mouth narrows and then his eyes slowly grow wider, and then the camera like whooshes into his head, and there's just a flashback of like there's a night where Solonar is like laid up in his bedroll and he's got attention all snuggled up close to him, and he's like, "Oh, attention! You'll never leave me alone." And then it flashes to another night where Solonar's sitting alone on top of the cart, and he's like. Attention, you're the best sword I've ever had. And then it flashes to uh, daytime where Solonar is like holding his sword and like swinging it around and like singing an off key jaunty tune like, Oh, attention is the best of swords. It is really great. I like to have this sword and it swings really nice. It flashes to another one where he's like, well, why didn't you get the groceries? What do you mean, attention? I didn't have time. You killed- No, I killed that bandit. Okay, we did it as a team. You know what? I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, you're right. It was my fault. I should have snagged those Brussels sprouts while we had a chance. I'm so sorry I blamed you. You're the best sword. Yes. Uh, all, hello? All of that. Hello? Are you there? The, the camera whooshes back out to now- Solonar's like, you, you've just, you've just been in the sword this whole time. I have been helping. I have been adding, I have been adding magic to your stabbings. I haven't done any stabbing since I got the ruby in the sword. Well, I would have added magic if you had done more stabbings. What, I'm really I, there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not the sword. I'm not, I'm not the, thi I'm the thing in the thing. But I'm part of the thing, you know. I'm so confused. So you're you're in the ruby that's in the sword, and so you're in the thing in the thing. Yes, you have got it. That is correct. What's your name? My name is Astrid Sharin. Oh, Astrid. My it name is Johannes. Familiar. It's lovely to actually like converse with you. Um, I've been uh, watching you guys for a while. You are trying to bring back the dragons, are you not? Yes. That's top secret. Well, I, I'm your sword. I've been there. I've been listening in. Well, that is something that I am uniquely uh, suited to help with. Uh, as she starts going into this, you're... Oh, hello, my friend. Oh, she's still here. Wonderful. I am glad that she is still here. 
Hey, Moonzy, you don't have to wear that disappointment all over your... Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, have you decided to come and uh, retrieve your items, my friends? Yes, we'll definitely be retrieving <sighs> all of our items. Wonderful, wonderful. It has been exhausting. Speaking of item retrieval, how are you doing, Moonzy? I am doing quite well, thank you, my friend. I, uh, I've, since you all had your things stashed here, it's been quite an adventure. Um, I am, I am glad to see that things are going back to the way they should be. Wait, Moonzy, how did our things get stashed here? The last I remember of our things, there was, uh, we were in an underground fight club. People were yelling about blood and sand, and then there was a giant explosion like thunder. Well, I came, I woke up one day, and the sword and everything else was here. Um, that reminds me of a another thing that you could wake up and have here. Have you ever, and by chance, had the Holy Grail appear <laughs> on your bedside counter place? I've had several magical grails in this oh. shop at times. Let me stop you right there and start you right there. Let me know more about these grails. Uh, it depends on what you were looking for. There was one that any liquid you put into it would turn into fine wine. There was one that purified any liquid that was poured into it. Um, th there was one that was terrible. It, it, it didn't have a hole in it, but whenever you poured into it, it would just disappear. I'm not sure where it went. I'm trying to think, but are any of those what you're looking for? Depends on the price tags of any of them. Maybe the purification one. We're looking for, it's kind of specific. It's got like some gems around like the, there's like the bowl part. And then the gems would be like here and here and here. And Solonar's oh. making like bowl shape with his hand. And then like pointing with the fingers that are making the bowl shape. It's like that. I don't look, believe look at the fingers. I, I don't believe I have have anything matching that description. Hmm. What are the grails that you got looking like? Well, there was one that was silver and very simple. Uh, there was one that was gold with this beautiful swan decoration around it. And there was another that was encrusted in several gems. That was the terribly useless one. Solonar, do you think if we acquire a holy grail from Moonzy, that we could sell it to the person who buys Holy Grails in Tinkerhaven. Oh, well, maybe. It depends on how good of an appraisal they did of the the one that we're looking for. Cause like, you gotta you gotta know your stuff, you know. Like, I think the Dragon Relic Grail would be more valuable than one that you pour stuff into and it disappears. But just looking at them and knowing their magic, hmm. Pretty comparable. How much? How much yeah, for that? I think jewel encrusted useless grail. Uh, give me one moment. I need to go in the back and find it. Just, just a second. And he kind of ducks into the back. Mm, this sounds pretty promising. This could be one of those situations where you ask somebody that you know we seek the holy grail, and Moonsy's like, "Well, I've already got one." <laughs> he says Wait, he's already got you, one. Why is nobody groveling? Like, uh, you left me behind and you should feel bad. I am not going to grovel. I didn't leave you behind intentionally. Also, 
You've been spying on me this whole time without making me at all aware of your presence. Dun, dun, dun. I cannot manifest outside of... What did it, What was it that the weird faceless guy said? Uh, I cannot manifest, and she raises her hands to do air quotes, in places outside of strong magical energy currents. I can't do anything other than help with the stabbings unless I am in a place with lots and lots of magic stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like it either. You think I like being a weird see-through blood ghost? Why are you a weird see-through blood ghost? And if you don't I like don't it... I don't know. Is there a way we can stop it? That would be great. The last thing I remember was... Well, the last thing I remember was not being this. And then the next thing I know, I am in a sword and I am a blood ghost. I think I think I know what happened here. I've been to the past. There was there was this guy. There was this guy uh a tiefling guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Carlos Adventuras <laughs> Queso. <laughs> it was Bernard yeah, 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 that's the guy. And you and he were in a room, and there was a bunch of dead people. And then he said something... So, I remember very clearly, but I think Solonar, given everything else that's been going on, uh, might not remember so clearly. So I did roll. I did get a 19. I was thinking that would be good enough for him to remember. Okay. He was talking about... um how like somebody wasn't gonna get you like he wasn't he's not going to get you too or something like that and then there's this big flash of red energy and then everything's red and then you're gone and the jewel is there and then i collected the jewel and i put it in my sword because that's what you do you you saw me being made into a jewel and you just took me and put me in the sword well, yeah, that's what you, that's what you do. Gemification. You just took me, magic stone me, and stuck me in a stabby metal stick. Well, yeah, that's what you do. Gemification. Way to objectify, Solinar. Whoa, Literally. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't objectify anything. You got objectified by Bernard. And then I got you out of a bad situation. What happened to him? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, he seemed dead to me. Right. That... That makes sense. Listen, I, I'm really sorry about this situation. I... Oh, Moonzy, with the, the cops. Oh, oh yes, hello, yes. All right, so I found it. It's right here. Uh, that would probably be, because of the gems and everything fancy in it, that would be about 100 gold. Oh, why is it everything got to be so expensive? My friend, you are in a borderline sentient magical shop. You know, you make a good point. I've got... I want to make a deal with you, Moonzy. I've got a little potion here. A little disguise potion that I think might interest you. He, he just stares facelessly. So here's what it does. If you drink the potion, it puts 
on your face, a big set of uh, broad-rimmed glasses, an oversized nose, and a big bushy black mustache. <laughs> mustache. Moonsy stares at you facelessly. I'm not saying for you per- yourself. I'm saying to sell in your store. I am not sure what I would sell this at. He takes the potion and looks it over. Mm, I would probably sell this at 15 gold. Maybe a little less. Which means you'd buy it from me for... Eight. Uh, No, I'll just pay. (laughs) I'm happy to do business with you, my friend. I am sorry that it is not immediately easy for you. In fact... I will knock ten gold off as a thank you for picking up your discarded wares. That's the first time I've been paid for getting my own things. Just please do not uh, leave the sword here again. I didn't leave the sword here in the first place. Please do not leave your sword again. It is, um, pushy and demanding. Oh, that's... Well, that's fair. Uh, listen, Astrid, this this whole situation is pretty weird. Uh, I- oh, tell me about it. I know this is my first time manifesting, and I am I haven't been able to talk in a while, and there is a lot going on. Yes, that is that's I'm gonna say that's generally the case when traveling with my group. Um, I do you want me to take you out of the sword and you can't. Well, sure. That, of course I could. Like, it, all I have to do is I just, like, take off this piece here, and then I just grab the gem, and I just, like, pull it right out. I, I pull it... I, I pull it right... No. Hold on. I can't get my grip right. I just pull it... It's fused to the sword. I am sword now. I am no longer just rock. I am also sword. Why? I don't... Me rock and put it in a sword like some kind of crazy hoarder. Uh, it's not a crazy hoarder thing to do. I was fulfilling a prophecy. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Weird. Fair. The fair is in August, which is the month that we're in. Moonzy, what do we need to b- bring to the fair? Uh, well, this goblet you just purchased. Ooh. Uh, let's see. I also have the Harp of Unbreaking, if you are interested Uh in anything like that. Right. It's a harp with no strings, but it still plays music, so you can't break the strings. Ooh. They're very pretty. And, oh, he hands you guys a bundle. Here's all of the other things that you all had. They came with the sword. Nice. I mean, I know I know some people who are going to be excited to see these. Pretty humble bundle. As we are resolving you guys getting your weapons back, we're going to slip over to Koza and Alita. Yes, yes, yes. Who are going to be heading towards the Aether Twine Mansion, which is going to be to the northern part of Tinkerhaven. As they're walking, Alita's kind of like looking around anxiously. There are a lot of people here. Well, I mean, it's a city. 
Yes, but this is a lot of people. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to this. Oh, oh right. You've never really spent much time in a city. I mean, I've been to Marine. I've been to Karar. I've been to Kazan. I've been to several cities. I've been to Palabar, if that still counts. Well, I mean, this is just a particularly big city. It is. It's crowded. Anyway, what is your plan for talking to this guy? How are you going to get an audience with him? Oh, we're going to sneak in. <laughs> what do you mean we're going to sneak in? We'll, we'll, we'll sneak quietly into the house. Okay. What happens after we sneak? Well, we find the guy. <laughs> okay. Are, are we going to... Are we going to kidnap him? No, no, we're just going to talk to him. We're just going to talk to him sounds like something Solinar would say if he was about to kidnap somebody. Look, I I think that this will just go fine. <laughs> Look, let's just get to the house first. So you're going to continue walking and then there's going to be a couple of people that like there's you know how sometimes in crowds there's like this huge, dense grouping of people. Mm-hmm. And you suddenly get kind of jostled around. Mm -hmm. That is going to come for you, and you and Alita are going to bump into a couple of people. Hey! Watch it! Oh, 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 excuse me. Yeah, just because I'm a little short, you think you can just step all over me? Honestly. Well, okay, sorry. Uh, this short-ish figure in blue robes kind of like wiggles his fingers and lightning crackles between them. And he's like, yeah, I bet you're sorry. I bet you're real sorry. I could make you even more sorry if you'd like. Oh, 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 sh- sh- should I be more sorry? You could be about, oh, let's say 15 gold pieces more sorry. That sounds about right. 15 gold pieces. Well, uh, look, I don't think so. You're stalling. As, as he as he <laughs> as he does that long, so he takes a little uh, pinch of of the stuff of spores, spores and um, casts charm person. Oh God! You need to make. Way to go, Koza! Way to Goza! Pull up that character sheet real quick. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Is Charm Person Wisdom, really? I guess that makes sense. I don't know what's going on with this die tonight, but it is hot. It's hot. I don't, our next couple of episodes, I'm just going to be dying constantly because I just rolled another net 20. <laughs> Which doesn't, if you succeed on a Charm Person roll, don't you know that someone was about, to, was trying to charm you? Am I recalling that correctly? I believe, yeah. believe that's rules as written. Raw! The the gnome in front of you, uh, the you the like spores wash over him and he gets a glazed over look for just a second, and then he blinks a couple of times and he's like, "You little bastard!" And then he reaches forward with the crackling hand, uh, and tries to hit you with shock and grab. Uh, Alita's going to roll assist to get Coz out of the way by like yanking on the back of his shirt. So, Chapman, whatever you roll, uh, go ahead and add a one. Well, Shock and Grasp is a, like, spell attack. So do I roll disadvantage on that? Uh, yeah, that'll be probably the best mechanical way to make that work. That'll be easier. 
Toza, what's your AC? It is 12. Okay, so a 16 hits. Oof. I, I got a 16 and a 21. All right, what kind of damage is that? Uh, That is going to be... We'll, we'll say he's giving you a little, just a little, little taste. A little taste of the power. Thank you for not rolling it as like a level five spell. <laughs> he says a little taste and then he rolls like, uh, uh, just rolls incredibly. Uh, it's, it's three lightning damage. Ow! Ow! That really hurt. Yeah, that's about the minimum of what I'm capable of. You really, you really, really should not cross me. Like, you really should not cross me. I am not in a great mood today already, and you, my friend, are making it worse. So, here's here's an idea. Clearly you're not going to pay up. I'll just assume you're too broke for it. Get the hell out of my sight before I make your day much worse than mine right now. You know, uh, fine. Okay. I hope you continue to have a bad day. <laughs> It just immediately runs. Comes out of Lita Cheese It. Yeah. Like Charles Entertainment Cheese. No! The Cheese It of Choice. <laughs> no! For the Do you have to keep podcast. talking about Chuck E. Cheese, Alex? <laughs> Carlos, I've been to rest queso. All right. You're going to run all the way to the Aether, to the Aether Twine Manor, which is going to be known to you Thing number one by the sign, and thing number two by the frankly gaudy electric vine decoration that surrounds the fencing of his property. You say electric vine? So essentially it looks like if vines were made out of tubes with bottled blue lightning just zigzagging in them. Okay, um... Well, this might be a little tricky. Pro Roll is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, it was oh, right under your nose. Dang it. Oh. We could, we could. We have the ability to auto-engineer, but I'm going to let everyone know we're not going to. <laughs> you missed it. You had a chance. You guys missed the we, best idea for whiffed. QPR merch ever. Could have retaken it, but we're not going to. We can still we make our, the shirt. 
We can still make the shirt. I just want everybody to know. Just Josh missed it. On the yeah, shirt, yeah. there's going to be a, a line at the very bottom of the design that says, Josh missed it. <laughs> <laughs>